dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor. It is BRL the podcast. Gav with you here. Now we're going to go back to late 2.0 era for these two interviews this week. Back to back. Couldn't be more random. I can't find a connection at all apart from hip hop genre and then being recorded for BRL. Our two classic guests, because they're a little shorter, I thought I'd give you two old school interviews this week. Uh, the first one will be with Muff, which we recorded for his album With a Grain of Salt in 2019. Of course, we'll talk about the old school a little bit during the course of that chat. And then, I forgot all about this one, but I spoke to Speech from Arrested Development in 2018, so we'll throw that on as well. So a double classic this week on BRL, the podcast. Thanks to sponsor, tuneone.com.au. Get around it. It is Beats, Rhymes and Life. And now joining us on the show is a man that I have been a fan of for a very, very long time, since more than music. And when was that, 2002 possibly, Muff? Uh, 2003. 2003, all right. Either way, uh... A fantastic record, one that I enjoyed back in those days. Uh, following that, of course, uh, people would know your uh, work with Muffin Plutonic. Uh, a bunch of excellent stuff came out of uh, that collaboration. And now, in 2019, you have dropped your first solo album in freaking ages. But before we get into that, uh, how do you take your coffee? Seems you just told me you were having one off the uh, microphone. I'm uh, just black, man. Just black and um, no sugar. Black, no sugar. A little bit of cold water. Ah, so it's like semi-lukewarm? Just so it doesn't burn you. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Maybe I'm thinking I'm one of those um, soft people who will hold on to a really hot coffee until it's uh, palatable to drink and I get picked on all the time. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice work, soft boy. (laughs) Uh, but welcome to Beats Rhymes of Life, Muff. Um, first man, of all, I love the me, I love the new record. Um, I also can't believe it's taken me this long to sort of uh, be able to chat to you about a record. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, a long time coming for me. But um, oh, let's yeah. let's talk about this one. It's called Grain of Salt, and um, it, it's it's essentially grown man rap because you cover stuff that's uh, from the perspective of a guy. Uh, you're in my age, so I'm um, mid to late thirties. I'm assuming you're, uh, you know, around that range as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the late end of thirties, man. Yeah, so you yeah. know, um, you're covering all manner of topics that you would speak about as a guy that age. So I'm just like, ah, oh, 
I get every last bit of this record. This is a record for me. <laughs> oh, sweet. Oh, good, man. So good. Um, good. I, I loved it. Um, I, I love the production on it. I love the um, the guests on it as well. So um, how long did this uh, one take to put together? Like uh, when did you start this project? Uh, maybe five years ago. Wow. Probably. Yeah. It, yeah. About, probably about five years ago. It was a slow start and then probably the last, years we really went hard on the recording sessions mm-hmm. and that so yeah but it, it spanned over about five years i'd say so that's a long time it is it is that's quite a long time to work on a, a project so um and you kind of released it with almost no fanfare it was just kind of put out there it's like hey there's going to be a new yeah. muff album and it's going to come out in about a week and then it just kind of dropped and <laughs> we, yeah. we've played it on this show so far but you know it's like uh um, yeah i don't i i don't know if it's a it generally grabbed the zeitgeist of the oz hip-hop community yet so uh well no. No, well, I mean, I guess it's been a completely different experience because now I'm doing it all myself. So yes, um, yeah, I yeah, there were all kinds of weird things that went on with the with distributing it digitally and mm. kind of I made a couple of mistakes. So then I took it off again and had to re-upload it and put it back on. <laughs> and so by that time, I kind of didn't know myself when it was going to come out. Oh, because it kind of basically said to me the dates that I'd given were too soon and they can't guarantee that it'll come out on that date. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, what? That's why that kind of happened. So that's why it's been this like messy kind of, I've just dropped, you know, said I'm just basically updating when it's on what site mm-hmm. when it's available here and there because I don't know until <laughs> they tell <No>. me. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, it's it's a learning curve. Uh, you know, more planning probably for the next one. But um, but it's, I'm enjoying doing that mm. myself. It's good. I like it. Because so, um, but yeah, I, I guess I don't have the same mm. avenues that I had when you know obese was around. Yes, they pretty much did all that stuff for you. So it's yeah, it's new mm. to me, and especially like think, think times have changed. So you know, I'm just trying to I guess use all the free social media stuff that you can use absolutely trying to get it out there mm. and um and i'm just i'm just seeing what it does i'm just kind of <laughs> going to see what it does indeed well um well we're going to put it out there tonight for people to go and uh, grab this one so um as you were just talking about you know sort of your ob stays and uh, how times have changed now how do you see the uh 2019 oz hip-hop landscape of uh, you know as opposed to let's say uh no uh 0506 at the sort of uh the the heights of uh the muffin plutonic thing um i love it i think i mean it's more from an outside perspective for me now mm-hmm. like kind of seeing what the younger guys are doing but i think yeah i'm impressed with just the skill levels and kind of progression and kind of creativity and where it's gone and um but uh, but I also have obviously a lot of nostalgia and you know fond memories of that time that you're talking about. Yes. So it's just a different. It's just I'm in a different spot now. I'm kind of looking at it rather than being in amongst it so much. So yeah, overall though, I can yeah, it's healthy as ever, and um, yeah, it's good. 
Now, um, it, it's kind of the question probably on a bunch of fans' lips from that time. Um, where where did you go? Because <laughs> uh, there, you know, there was a the I guess I, I'm, I'm I'm drawing from memory here, so I might I might have missed a release also. But there was um, you know sort of muffin plutonic releases, and then it seems like there's been nothing this decade. Am I correct? Did you just kind of disappear off the map? Did like yeah. what happened with O? Beasts kind of just deter you well, for a bit. I, I was kind of, well. That kind of um, that happened. Kind of that tailed off, and I, I was already kind of absent anyway. Yeah. When that tailed off, mm. um, but um, how do you sum up ten years or eleven years or whatever it's been? <laughs> but our last release year was two thousand and eight. Good grief! And um, yeah, I. I basically working like i ran out of money i went on a holiday yeah like, i had a holiday for a long time um so i blew all that muffin plutonic money on a holiday yep and um came back and kind of we were struggling to make another record um so I, uh, you know i was fortunate enough to then get a job and um i've had several jobs since then yes so that's basically what I've been doing, man, is working. And then, you know, obviously when you're working full time, you don't have as much time to make music. So things take a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like five years. It, man. <laughs> yeah, like five years. Yes. Yeah. And plus, like the five-year thing also is the guy, the main producer, Cam. Yes. Uh, he lives in Lee and Gaffer, which is about a two-hour drive from my place. Oh, wow. And, and, and we we're recording it there. So oh, so you, you're going, you're commuting. I was driving four hours, yeah. <laughs> that was a four-hour trip for what it, where every time we recorded. So that takes time too. Uh, absolutely, that does. That absolutely takes yeah. uh, time. So um, you were you were saying, you know, you're you're rolling this out now. You're uh, learning the uh, the modern distribution, independent side of uh, releasing music in. Uh, you know, 2019. So uh, you did say that you wouldn't mind doing more. So, um, you know, given your experience with rolling this music out in five years and such, um, will we see more from you in the next, I don't know, couple of years or so? Uh, yeah, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. yep. Excellent. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I mean, unless something happens, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm planning to do more. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and not not leave it ten years either. Yes, oh, <laughs> that would be nice, by the way. Yeah, yeah I think because <laughs> uh, I know I know uh, there's probably I know there's like four or five people I know personally who are like massive fans of yours. Uh, just oh, like yeah. in my own personal life, like. Uh, uh, you know, mentioned. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be talking them off, so they're excited, so they'll be happy to hear all this. So, uh, you know, shouts yeah, to them. Sweet. <laughs> sweet shout out, indeed. Uh, so, um, uh, are you going to be doing any shows and, or uh, like at least in Melbourne? Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yet. I'm kind of just taking it step by step. So, I guess I'll kind of see whether, um, the, I guess the demand's kind of there to do it, and if it is, then I'll I'll look further into it and investigate where I could might want to do it and when. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm open. I'm not. It's not that I don't want to do shows. It's just, um, I guess, finding the time to organise it um, and 
and work out whether yeah whether it's feasible to actually put on a show. So maybe I guess <laughs> maybe. that's all we've got. Fair enough. Well, uh, it's a it's a fantastic record. Um, it is Thank available you. in most places now. It's called with a grain of salt and it is a fantastic record once again it's one of my favourites of the year so far Uh, and uh, by the way if you look up Muff you might have some troubles online so maybe look up Daniel aka Muff and you'll find it pretty easy from there yeah I don't know how to fix that I've got to fix that I'm not sure I'm (laughs) going to fix it but yeah I I realise that would be an issue too yes Indeed. So uh, let's play another track from this record here on Beats, Rhymes and Life. And thank you very much for your time, Muff. Oh, Gav, thanks for having me, man. Support the show that supports the scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L-S-O-N. It's pretty much a dollar a show. Plus, I'll give you extra stuff, exclusive shows and content, and there are levels to this game as well, including a advertising package, which is cheaper than our normal one. So sign up and support the show that supports your scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L, son. It is BRL, the podcast. Just jumping in quickly to mention that there will be mentions of a tour that is uh, three years ago. It's already happened, been and gone. And I apologize to anyone that gets triggered by the fact that we, for the most part, can't really go and see live music at this point. But I think this is an interesting chat and it's uh, also uh, fun to reminisce about a Massive hip-hop record, which was uh, Arrested Development's massive, massive hit of 1992. But without any further ado, let's jump into our chat with Speech of Arrested Development. Now, joining us on the phone is a gentleman from a group that uh, I think most Australians of my age will know very, very well. Um, Also, on top of that... Uh, you being listening to this right now, you'd know the songs uh, such as uh, People Every Day, Mr. Wendell, Tennessee, and uh, various other hits across the years. They're celebrating the 25th anniversary of their massive, massive album. And now we've got Speech to talk about their national tour. Speech. Thank you, man. Woo-hoo! Good to be here, brother. It's good to talk to you. I love talking to Australians. I, I, I absolutely love Perth, one of my favorite places to be, and uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, it is the seminal question in every interview that I ever do that uh, is of note, and I think this is of note. I, I was a, a massive, massive fan of Three Years, Five Months, and Two Days in a Life of. Uh, it's an album I owned thank you. when I was a, a younger lad. A huge album in Australia, but I'll get into that in just a sec. But, um, Speech, how do you take your coffee? Oh, <laughs> I love my coffee, very sweet, uh, cream, sugar, and all the works. And I don't drink coffee, though. So the truth is, every blue moon, that's how I like it. Ah. My wife taught me, she likes her coffee really sweet. And so whenever we go out to breakfast together, I take sips of hers. And that's how I ended up liking mine, too. So she she converted me to very sweet coffee. Well, there you go. Uh it's just a, it's a it's an opening question. It always gets people talking. It's like a either you're into it, you're into tea, you don't touch it. Some people are like really into it. They're like, oh no no, I squeeze my own beans and such. You're just like, wow, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely not a avid coffee drinker. In fact, this will disgust some of your listeners. I could even take coffee out of a bag, like you know the little tea bag type mm-hmm. of coffee. I'm fine with that. So 
I know that's disgusting to a real coffee drinker. <laughs> oh, no, I, I just get mine over the counter from my various places. Uh, time of recording, it's actually about a quarter to 7 a.m., so I've just had my first coffee, thus the question, nice and early. Now, um, yeah, Love it. Yeah, 25 years, uh, you're coming over for the, the tour for the uh, aforementioned album. So, um, now... It was a huge album, um, massive, massive record. And uh, on top of all of that speech, uh, do you realize how big and how influential this album was to a lot of uh, young hip-hop fans out there? Like, this was what, this was the first sort of breakthrough record in Australia, really. Like, there was, you know, there was the, the NWAs and all that kind of stuff. That never really broke commercially over here. Your album did. Um, and you can still hear... Wow. Um, you'll... You've heard all the singles from that album on high rotation across all the hit stations for a good solid two years from like 92 to 1994. So, uh, you know, that's fantastic. uh, uh, Your arrested development is kind of part of mine. So, uh, first of all, thank you. (laughs) You kind of got me into hip hop. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. No, I didn't know that it was that pivotal for my brothers and sisters in Australia. Mm. I do know that a lot of hip-hop artists tell me that. Like, they say, not just artists, fans, mm. tell me that this album was so pivotal for them, like, just in general. And um, that's just, like, you know, I totally get it. Not because of our music, I get it, but I get it because the same type of thing happened to me with certain artists, you know? And mm. so I'm a fan of music, just like I'm a creator of it. I'm a big fan. Now, um, you're also on... Uh uh, this show, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Um, you were one of our classic records early in the year. We celebrated the uh, the release date for our classic album challenge. So, um, and of course, the three is five months. So, um, knowing how how big that record is, and coming to Australia and all that kind of thing. Now, you've been out here quite a few times now. So, sort of coming here one for the twenty fifth anniversary, and two uh, all that time on you. Still feeling the the love from the audience? Australia is actually very special. Mm-hmm. Like, our concerts in Australia feel more alive than a lot of other places. And the Australian fans are just awesome. And we are so grateful to have that as a place that we come to perform. I, it's just, it's really a special experience. And we love Australia. Like, I was going to move to Australia numerous times. Oh, and wow. My son moved to Australia for a year just to hang out and just to enjoy the city of Sydney. And um, so, yeah, I love the fans in Australia. It's, it's a really personal thing to us. It's a big deal. Absolutely. Um, now, did you also know that you were recently featured on a bank commercial? Did you guys get paid okay for that or paid at all? Or is that a, was that a label thing? <laughs> yeah, it was a label thing. I wish we were paid for that. But, no, we didn't, we didn't get any money on that one. Well, I'm glad you're at least aware of it, because <laughs> sometimes when I bring yeah, stuff exactly. like that, yeah. the artist is like, what? And I'm like, oh, no, you right, need to exactly. chat to someone. Yeah, <laughs> now, yeah uh, I did know about it, and um, unfortunately, that was a label situation. Now, um, also, I just had a, a check of uh, your website as well. Now, um, we should be clear that uh, Arrested Development... Um, aren't just like a, a one-album group. You guys have done heaps of stuff since uh, 1992. You've um, uh, put yeah. out maybe a dozen albums, and you can actually get one of the latest ones on your website as well, can't they? Yeah, you can get for the latest free. album, which is Changing the Narrative, for absolutely free. 
And you can get a new single that we just dropped called Where, and that's for 99 cents. And another single called I Don't See You at the Club, which is actually free. So it's a lot of cool stuff on our website. We always make stuff available for our fans there. We even have vinyl records and even, um, let me see, some perspectives even on our website. <laughs> yeah. And also, I have to say, your uh, merch game is very strong. Very, very strong. I was oh, like, oh, thank you. There's thank some you. solid merch on here. It's good stuff. Now, um, the, the the live show, uh, the reason why you guys are out here in uh, November. Uh, now, um, from all the reviews that I read in the sort of press release that I got sent along before this was just like, um, it sounds like the greatest love-in of all time. It sounds like everyone has... The best time ever. Uh, is that what you try and go out to do when you guys jump on stage? It is. I mean, the truth is we love to have what we call a celebration. And it's a celebration of life. It's a celebration of the music. And it's really a fun time. I mean, the music can be um, sometimes heavy, but yet the music is feels light. So it's this weird combination of two opposing ideas in a sense. And yet it works. And I don't know. A lot of people... Um, have a great time and we definitely do absolutely uh is there any anything extra you'd like to plug by the way have you got um anything from your solo projects or anything you'd like to get out there for our brl listeners yeah definitely i just released a book called what is success and Mm -hmm. it's a really cool book that i think a lot of the listeners would love and also we're working on the next uh, a, a big film, a feature film about Arrested Development. So please watch Ooh. out for it. We're hoping that it'll be ready by 2018, late 2018. We're working on that. And it's so far, it's really coming along great. Absolutely. So uh, for those people that are listening out there now, this is for the East Coast listeners. Unfortunately, you guys aren't coming to Perth this time around. But if you feel like making a trip, and it sounds like it's absolutely worth it, November 12th at Sydney's Metro Theatre, November 13th at Melbourne's Forum Theatre, you can catch... Arrested Development live in concert for their 25th anniversary of the three years, five months, and two days in a life of album. Thank you very much for your time. Speech. Thank you.